0: The Old Man Orange Podcast. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes.
1: And I'm Rain Dunnigan. And
0: man, you know, I've been on the, a good streak of getting this latest Pizza Boys issue kind of done. I mean, nothing like... There, there was one magical moment where I made one of those issues like from beginning to end in literally two months. Um, and I think it was, the, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, that was the, the skateboarding and video game addiction issue. That one was like that... All cylinders were firing. It was coming in hardcore. I literally like started working on it like as I was finishing like the previous one or whatever. It was just like it just flooded into each other like a nice fade in. like it was like you know an old school movie. and um, yeah, like it kind of did. but sometimes you know most time you don't get that. actually, no other time other than that have I ever got it where you're just going so hardcore at it. But at the same time, at least now I feel like I'm chugging along on some pages. I mean, it's just in that pencilling part just in that kind of section, so it's not like, you know, it's that thing where you're like, man, I'm 12 pages in. i oh, still got to ink them, though. so I do the rest of the lettering. You know, you, you get that part, too, where it's just like there's that. But still, I, I feel like I'm making progress every day, and I kind of like this uh, feeling of getting that going.
1: Well, to relate to that, because I haven't really put as far as uh, drawing goes, like as far as like a comic goes, so I haven't put pen to paper in a while. But as far as just like when you're working on a drawing, you get that vibe going, and you're just like, we just – crank this thing out just a little bit more more a little bit more and finish it. So i do remember those days back when i worked on more comics there would be that thing where you're just kind of like on the same panel for like half a day like what the fuck you know and like <laughs> by the time you get to a certain point like it looks like shit you know and then at some point you come back to it and you're able or you, then you just by those other days you're able to get like multiple pages done in one day and some people like well, yeah, I'm just naturally gifted. I can knock out a whole comic in a day. Oh, that's good for you. But I mean, for me, one page a day is amazing. But like, if I can get like two or three done in a day, that's like, oh, my God. you know?
0: Yeah, no, I I think that's kind of it, too. It's like there's that thing of, uh, as I said, you go back to when you see those like manga artists or whatever, and it's like they're doing the 19 pages a week thing. And um, I don't know, <laughs> granted, I feel like they're, they're, the course, there is those uh, nameless assistants that, <laughs> that it's never spoken of, doesn't appear in the credits or anything like that, you know, and, and that's the thing is I'd almost want to see how much work for those nameless assistants do. like, or is there just like the Japanese guy just fucking throwing a ball against the wall and just be like, okay, so this is what I'm thinking for my story. Just <laughs> like not even working at all, just fucking over there playing fucking Street Fighter 2 and Super Nintendo just being like, okay, I got another idea, just rips a fart. Yeah, you fucking draw that down right now.
1: Yeah.
0: Are we are we gonna work today? Well you're gonna work and uh I I'm gonna try to figure out how to beat Akuma. Kuma, so fuck off.
1: So here's what's gonna happen, okay? Um the the stretchy arm guy with, with the straw hat. Luffy? Yeah, yeah, him. Uh the main character? I, I fucking know, yeah, him. <laughs> it's my fucking so book, he... I wrote it. I should know this. He's gonna he's gonna fall into the water, but they can't swim because they ate the fruit. You wrote the fucking book, Alright, right, cool, cool, all right, yeah, yeah.
0: Get back to fucking putting those tones in there, Tone Boy. Get over here. Oh, I have a name. No, no, it's Tone Boy now.
1: I imagine I imagine it's one of those things like take your lumps, do this for a while, and then by then you're you're learning at the feet of the masters, and then. Hopefully, you could do your own book, unless you're one of those guys who's just doing like tones and shading for like, uh, like uncredited, like for like years, you know.
0: Just like you know, I'm content at this place. You know that this is, you know, Dad always said it wouldn't amount to much, and uh, I I think uh, he was right. I found my, I found my calling. (laughs) I'm the the tones, and I and I fill in the blacks. You know, I know it's digital, so I use a paint bucket tool now, but it, you know, I I still feel proud of my work.
1: I get to do the explosions whenever there's a big like Shonen esque battle in the background. No, yeah. <laughs> um, there's also well, it's kind of one of the. I wonder if it's like a thing like Scientology to a certain extent because I've seen a couple documentaries on it by this point, And there's that period where you know it's like okay, not everyone's gonna be Tom Cruise. There's gonna be they bring people in saying we can unlock your 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 whatever your your whatever energy in alien bullshit. Yeah. and then they kind of like say you'll go up the ladder but then they have no intention of have these particular people go up the ladder like no this guy's good he, he's he's good at like arranging Tom Cruise's blu-ray collection right <laughs> this guy's good at polishing his, his jet that's all they're ever gonna do okay we're gonna promise them things we're gonna say they can move up but that's all they're gonna fucking do so I'm wondering if there's something like that in the Japanese men industry because I'll, I'll be honest I don't know manga artists names like I know American comic names but at the same time I'm wondering how often they go up the ladder onto the next thing
0: yeah, well, I, I, you know, as I said, I, it's got the old school, like, sort of like, you start as the protege and you learn from the master, kind of kung fu style, which I, I always think that is a cool way of learning, you know what I mean? Like, if you, if that is the case, not like an internship. Internship always just seems like a ch- of way of free labor. Let's be honest, internship means slave labor. It's You know what I mean? Like, that. that's what that is. But I feel like if it's like, you take it as a job, like, oh, it's a young, prospering, like, you know, child, he's ready to learn the ways of the art, you know, so now sharpen my pencils, boy, you are 14 years Years old. When you are fifteen, I will allow you to, you know, fill in the blanks here. When you are sixteen, you can now be the tone artist. When you're seventeen, you're going back to getting coffee. I want I, I want you to be humbled and wonder what what to do with your life. You you were going so far up, and now you feel like you've just been demoted. But then when you're eighteen, and when you're eighteen, well, what's gonna happen when I'm eighteen? Uh, will we'll think, we'll think about when we get there. I don't even know if I like you yet. You got the job, <laughs> yeah. but that's as far as it's going.
1: One qu- he's like, w- one quick question. Do I sharpen the pencils clockwise or counterclockwise? Listen to yourself, boy.
0: Put your finger in there. You tell me what it is. Should I go <laughs> counter or should I go regular? I hold not my finger to go in there. You're like, tell me, boy, what's the right proper way?
1: Grimms by the back of the head, like, you know, it's like the Yakuza, you got to like sever, you got to give them a finger in the manga industry. You got to like go, go into like the sharpener. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You fuck up like this but, again, um, it's your dick going in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's one of those ones. But uh, but yeah, the, the way of working it up in that good old fashioned way, you know, it's like uh, there's there's something about that that uh, I definitely feel like, you know, it kind of, you know, it's just—it's just like a martial arts movie, I guess. It, it does have that kind of cool thing. When, you, when you're older, though, I can't imagine like you know you wouldn't want to be that guy that shows up there as like the older guy, be like ah, oh, I'm here to sharpen pencils for this 22 year old guy who just happened to get lucky because you know half those manga people always talk about like, oh, I submitted my first manga when I was still in high school, you know, and you know high school version seven or whatever because they always have weird like numbers after their high school. Like I'm never too sure exactly like high, high school feels like it lasts longer in Japan.
1: Well, I mean, maybe it also feels like high school lasts longer in Japan because like 90% of the manga and shows take place in high school. So. <laughs> but at the same time, at the same time, I'll say like every every so often, going on with the younger artist, and it's not there's no like ill will or anything towards it, but there's that thing where you're looking on Instagram like, oh my God, this person is so good. How the they're fucking 19? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> God, what the fuck have I been doing? <laughs> they,
0: they they hit it hard. I don't know. I was literally listening to a podcast though, and it had Kyle Starks, the guy who did like Sex Castle, and he also did that um the um that one I just told you about the fucking six sidekicks of um. God, what the fuck was that guy's name? Um, it's a
1: martial arts thing you told me about. Yeah, six yeah.
0: Sidekicks. It, well, the, 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 one of the things is martial law, but the, I can't remember the. Uh, tucker keaton or something like that six sidekicks of that but whatever like great fan have amazing book like i, I thought that was like yes awesome and i always like those kyle stark ones and so on like that but i like when he said he's like he's like oh yeah i started making comics at 36 years old it's like oh there you go that, that's all the, you need it's nice oh. to hear that I, I, it's like sometimes you hear too many of those ones where it's just like you know there's like that first like oh you know like it's like you know like i started when i was two and next thing you know by the time i was 13 i was already on my sixth series you're like oh oh jesus you know, one of
1: yeah, those things. You those, well, you also got to like um, Edgar Rice Burroughs. He put out his first book at 37. So, yeah, you know, it's, so, you know, there there's always there's, there's one of those things. Like This this sounds like we're just talking ourselves off the ledge right now, probably. <laughs> but at the same time, at the same time, it's one of those things. Because, yeah, I think we, we grew up in the 90s. We heard all these stories about overnight successes and all that. So. When you hear someone, bust, of course, busted their ass, but then like the first big one came out at 36, and then you know, you'll, every so often, and this isn't me trying to bring people down, but every so often you hear something like, oh my God, this person, can you believe it? These guys got this done at age like 26. Can you believe that? And like sometimes, yeah, sometimes that is amazing. But then you get those ones, like I remember when Chronicle came out, people were like, oh my God. These guys were only 27. They made that movie Chronicle. Yeah, one of them, one of their dads was John Landis. The other was an Academy Award-winning director for document for a documentarian. So the, maybe maybe it wasn't like George Lucas or whatever, but let's
0: let's not. still let's not kid ourselves. Like John Landis is like a humongous director. He's like really, I mean, like, yeah, maybe not a George or Steven, but he's right next to those guys you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like he made so many humongous movies so of course the cameras and the resources are all sitting around the house there got the money (laughs) they don't have to they don't have to they don't have to go get like a regular job you know what i mean like there always is that you know and uh, i mean that that sometimes always is kind of the the one is yeah you hear that and it's like sometimes it's it's almost like having headlines without like reading into the whole story and then it's like oh well if you would have read farther into this you would have saw that yeah that yeah, it's, who cares? I mean, of course, of course he made it. Like, that's not even that big a shock. You know what I mean?
1: Well, by this point, Max Landis is kind of like a prick, but um he still has some good stories. But it's one of those things also, it's like sometimes you'll read a little bit of something, and you're like, oh my God, he really gets this character. And then you're like, later in the line, more stuff comes out, like, oh, he only gets this aspect of the character. Like, because he wrote, I'm not going to lie american mm-hmm. alien superman is i think one yeah. of the, the best superman stories but then he had a after his controversies and all his me too shit happened he obviously was starting to not get as many things done and i'm not sure if this played enough back, but he wouldn't said here's what my second the s- sequel to that was gonna be and you hear it and i listened to it and like oh you 're one of those guys who likes Superman but thinks everything else sucks, and you made everyone else suck to make Superman look cooler one of those kind of things you
0: know yeah you don 't like the full picture of everything which you you see that every once in a while when some people like want to jump on and they want they want to do something like kind of in a superhero thing, but they don 't really actually have a, a wide uh you know love of it, which I think that's always the wrong person to have i there's always that one person out there that says like that's that would be actually the right person because it would bring a brand new perspective. It's like no 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 no. I, I feel like you you got to be balls deep into it or else don't do it at all. Like you yeah, I don't I don't I feel like people like those fly by night people that just like oh I just felt like doing a superhero thing once you know in a while. It's like but you you never read a superhero thing. Well yeah but whatever I just feel like doing it like you know just like they're floating through the wind, you know. And it's like no no, no. there's plenty of people out there who have like thought their whole life on that. You might as well you know. Choose them. I'm not saying that that can also be a disaster sometimes, but you know.
1: Yeah. Well, not to give him too much because, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie, uh, American Aliens are a really good book, but at the same time, because the other one that he never made, he was going over, it was just the continuation of that. And what he was saying happened in it was like, Basically, Batman was the bad guy. It made me like, oh, Batman's just some fucking privileged prick who just thinks he knows better, but he actually makes the situation way worse. And at some point, like Aquaman comes in and tries to start shit with Superman, but Superman like gets Aquaman and Aquaman's like begging for his life at some point. Like it's just like all this, like he's somebody who knows comics. He knows comics well because he's making all these other references. But I'm like, oh, he's one of these fucks. And granted, a lot of comics do that. A lot of comics do the thing where if Green Lantern pops into Super and into like Batman's book and they have a fight, by the end Green Lantern's going, oh, what? what, what, what am I? No, you know, or vice versa. Like, you know, so that happens like, you know, if like if Batman jumps into Flash's book, like Flash, you're, you're fucking up. Oh, yeah, Bruce, fuck you. Yeah, okay, okay, you're right. I'll go away now, you know. So it's like everyone does it to an extent, but this was kind of like case after case after case. I'm like, all right, you're. I gave you too much credit the first time. I mean, it's not that, like I said, not that American Alien is a bad book. I actually really like that book, and I don't, and I don't mm-hmm. like Max Landis. But, but the particular, but it was just, it was just seeing the rest of what he was going to do with the rest of the universe. Mike, I'm, I'm glad he stopped here. i This is a good drop-off point, you know.
0: You know, the only upside, I guess, I'll give it to it. At least Superman's being put into the the good light because a lot of times people do the opposite. Superman's always the character who gets fucking thrown under the bus. So it's like he's just too overpowered. He's old fashioned, and you know, blah blah blah. You, you hear all that stuff. I'm like, no, Superman's always awesome. Like, I don't I don't care what anybody says. It's like Superman. You know, that character is defined. And a lot of times I always look at it like I don't have used this explanation before, but I always sometimes look at a lot of the characters like like they're Mario Kart guy. Uh, Characters and this sounds weird, but like like think of the Mario Kart stats. Like, there's not really a bad character in Mario Kart, but they each have different things. Like, some way more, some have more acceleration, some have you know higher top speeds, and so on. And that's how I sort of look at it. And I kind of go, Superman is literally Mario. He's dead center. He's he's equal on all his stats in a sense. But I like to always say that you know Wonder Woman's technically stronger than Superman, but she doesn't have some of the other abilities that Superman has. You know, same thing. If I I always picture like Aquaman actually being sort of stronger than you know Superman too, but once again has different abilities as well too as I said all, you know, Superman's the, he's he's the Mario he's just edge center across the board you know Batman's got more smarts. you know but it's not saying that Superman once again he still has all that too just not as much as Batman it's like everybody has those kind of stats sort of going on you know what I mean and it's not that Superman's just way more overly powered than everybody else
1: well, sometimes, because, you, you know, at what no point do you see, like, Diana lift up a building, at least not that I can think of, but at the exact same time, I feel like they've recently kind of, like, toned back Superman to some extent. I mean, sometimes they go, like, Omega-level God, maybe he just got shot with some kind of beam that exasperates his power, or makes his power way more, or something like that, but sometimes they also really cripple him, and the other thing is, they, they hardly, I notice at least from more recent Superman books that I've been reading, they hardly ever put him against magic people. And magic magic is like one of his other weaknesses. So it's yeah. kind of like, it, it's kind of like, you know, like, oh, I have a fire type, but I'm never going to fight whenever I, whenever, the, the guy never uses a water type against me. So it's kind of like, it happens. Every so often he gets like zapped with some magic shit. But lately from the books I've been reading, they never pull out the magic card on them unless it's like one of those, like, Last minute, uh, no, I don't know, kind of can't pull, think of the situation at the moment, but you know, it's there,
0: yeah, exactly. Well, even speaking of Superman stuff, there was a DC had the DCU Supergirl movie, which is, you know, Legion of Superheroes. But let's be honest, it's more of a super. I'm surprised even call it Legion of Superheroes like Supergirl's name's not even on the title. I kept thinking it was the whole time it was called Supergirl and the Legion of Superheroes. But no, 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 it's just Legion of Superheroes. But at the end of the day, it's a Supergirl movie kind of pump everybody up for, hey, Supergirl's coming in the DCU live action universe. So we got to get people sort of prepped and ready.
1: And for The Flash, did you see the Super Bowl ad for The Flash?
0: Well, yeah, I didn't see the Super Bowl, but I saw the trailer for that one. And, um, yeah, so she's in there at the very tail end of it.
1: In place of, like, like, all, oh, like, you know, like, skinny-ass scrawny Superman.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the the that Flash one's still pretty interesting. Kind of just seeing all the stuff. Like, I feel like I hope it doesn't. The only thing I kind of hoping it is it's not like the Doctor Strange movie where it like it gives you this thing of like, oh shit, there's gonna be all these like alternate versions and so on like that, and then be like. Well, they realistically only go to about three different places. Like I f- I kind of hope that like they didn't just blow their load in that trailer and you're not going to see it. I hope there's there's actually more like random ass stuff that comes in there and so on. If if you're going to start cherry picking things like see see what else you can sort of cherry pick out of the old movies and so on like that that you could just kind of throw in there and so on because if you're already going to do it once with having Michael Keaton Batman in there, I just I just hope that that's not the one where it's like they like that that that's really the biggest thing of the entire movie and you know we saw it in the trailer in a sense not saying that you know the movie will still be good but don't pull the batman v superman card where it gave you the entire you know plot of the movie and all like the characters and bonuses and stuff like that and just like the short two minute long you know version of it
1: before we get into legion of superhero um before we get into that uh, let me just flash real quick i think it is going to be kind of a bbs situation who knows but i could be totally wrong just because it's hard to keep no one can kind of keep mouth shut. Look. henry kelly's coming at the end of blackout you know they just they just try to like they can't hold it in they can't hold it in you know so i feel like that they did kind of shoot their load now there's a rumor that um christian bale or george clooney might pop in for like a scene or two in the movie and if they do that's cool but i'm not i'm not getting my hopes up for that i I don't think it's going to be but the thing is i don't even think this is it it is kind of Doctor Strange ish, Doctor Strange two ish, but not to that exact level. Mm-hmm. I think they're, um, I think they're just going to be going more of a, um, I I I don't know. I think I think they're going to be going more like. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it, and maybe by this point, DC does need a reset. But at the same time, I'm like, Flash is one of my favorite comic book characters. And I'm a little bit kind of like for his first movie, we're already doing what seems like what should be the third or fourth movie. Like I didn't, I, maybe they might be in there, but I didn't see anything for Captain Cold. Definitely nope. didn't see anything for Boomerang's Boomerang. Dead by this point, I guess. Yeah. yeah. There's no Mirror Master, no Weather Wizard, no um, no Golden Glider that I saw. Maybe, maybe they're in there. I don't know. But it looks like the whole DC universe and Flash just interacting with, every, with the whole DC universe, as opposed to his own rogues gallery. So, um, and I think the thing about, one of the best things about Flash, I mean, a lot of things best about a lot of villains, about heroes, is their villains. But Flash, in particular, stands out because most of his villains have some kind of code of honor. Like, like mm-hmm. Captain Cold, I think is one of the best villains, just because he's like a—he's a—he's he's a, a, a blue collar guy, with a weird set of skills and he's just he's literally a bruce springsteen song of of a a super villain and that's why i like him and i doubt he's gonna be in it you know so well
0: it's kind of a bummer too because flash literally has actually some of the best villains out of any character in both marvel and dc i think he actually his rogue gallery almost rivals batman's like that's like how good a lot of those characters are in there and I, i i do think that like yeah the downfall is, is it's it's doing the classic. It's almost doing the Batman v Superman thing, where it's like instead of getting a Superman two movie that you sort of kind of needed, Batman kind of shoehorns his way in to be like, hey guys, you know what, you know what's gonna make your movie sell me, and you know what, two me's are better than one. <laughs> you know what, you you're probably gonna get three or four me's. You don't fucking know. Out of the way, Flash. Come on, like nobody wants to see you, Ezra Miller. I think you're so fucking special, like they you you know who they all paid money to come see. You know what I mean? It's Batman. Yeah, that's fucking right.
1: I just like to imagine they're like doing like the press photo, and they're all lined up like you know, Flash is in the center. Next to him is Batman, and then like you know, Supergirl, then other Flash. Who I I actually think is probably in all honesty. I bet that's going to be Reverse Flash. The, the other Barry Allen. I bet it's going to be Reverse Flash or something to that effect. It's not going to be that.
0: Wally West.
1: No, it's well, no, well, no, it's because it's 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 him anyway. But what if it was Wally? Like, oh, my nephew looks exactly like me. That's weird. And the same yeah. age too. Um, <laughs> but no, what if what if like right before the picture goes off,
0: he just which <laughs> is like, just, just, just Ezra Miller and it, but they just put like a red wig on him that was. Like, <laughs> <it's different. laughs> <laughs> like the Wally West version.
1: They put the red wig on them. Yeah, that'll be just the whole way. <laughs> they they uh they got them looking like fucking Raggedy Andy.
0: <laughs> this is that way to make more characters? But um, but yeah, that, that's the only thing is I feel like it's just gonna be uh, it's it's one of those ones that feels like it is this just gonna be technically a Justice League movie that's under the Flash title, you know? When it really probably should have just been a straight. Like almost like a, have a flash movie and then make this the second one almost in a sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, granted they were planning like when they first said Batman v Superman, like we got a whole fucking fat stack of fucking DC movies coming out, and like three of them came out <laughs> out of that whole giant stack. But then like yeah. um F- Flash they didn't even have like a solo Flash movie at that point. I want to say that it was like Flash meets the Green Lantern. We're going to introduce them both the same fucking time. And then like, well, it's not gonna so happen. Well, eventually we're gonna get a flash movie down the line. Flash is still happening, flash is happening, flash is happening. Oh shit. It's like gonna be the last thing. And it was never intended to be the last thing. Like, well, since it's, it's been this fucking late, let's just do flashpoint and restart some shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, well that, that's I feel that's what it was. It's just it's just like the thing that's like, well, you know what, we can fix this while still like kind of keeping the same timeline by just using the flashpoint paradox, you know, and yeah. do that, and that, that that's what flash is here for. But it is kind of a bummer just because you just know that. I just feel like who knows they, they could surprise you. you know, so there there is a bunch of like rogues gallery in there so someone to flash, but I I don't know. As I said, I, I'm looking super forward to it. Of course, you know I mean it's new DC, you know. But yeah, it is that kind of one where you're like, oh well, that's sort of sort of a bummer that uh, it's not just straightforward. As I said, just you know, yeah, pick pick up any Flash book and you'll see how cool his villains are.
1: I wasn't really following who they all casted. I mean, some stuff you couldn't get around. You couldn't get around Michael Keaton. You couldn't get around. No, yeah, he's like he's like in half the trailer. (laughs) Yeah, like there's. Well, I mean, even before the move, before the trailer was even released, there's some stuff I just couldn't get around and couldn't avoid about it. I did not know Zod was going to be in it. I I wish I didn't either. I
0: I thought that was actually kind of cool. But that, yeah, that's one of those ones. See, that's the thing is, I hope because we saw so much stuff in that trailer, I hope there is still some gems hidden. You know what I mean? Because that Zod yeah. would have been, that would have been the perfect one because you almost don't need to show Zod to sell a movie in a sense. But that would have been like when you were watching the movie, you would have been like, oh shit, really? Zod's back? You know what I mean? Michael Shannon version of him too? I mean, they could have even brought back the fucking, you know, the, I don't know if the Zod guy from uh, the 78 Superman movie is still alive, but...
1: Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, he was in Smallville. <laughs> he of... actually played Clark Kent's dad. Oh, well, maybe, maybe he might still be there or something like that. His, uh, his, um, his, uh, Kryptonian dad, um, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. My yeah. father is gone! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, like that. no, Clark, <laughs> just got two dads. <laughs> you got two dads. It's just something Science, that happens. Today. Tell you.
0: you know, yeah. most people are born in a lab, but we decide to put two dicks together and see what happens.
1: Both sides simultaneously came on a crystal. Here you are.
0: You, you know that question that like every kid has in sex ed what happens if you know you know a girl gets impregnated by this you know two guys like simultaneously what is the whose kid is it or what does that become you know and the teacher goes jesus i have to explain this now this is this is their fucking burning desire question <laughs> what a, what a well let's see how can i explain <laughs> this picture of zod
1: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like, it's it's <laughs> i just think it's more hell i'm just imagining the teacher like so that's had to happen at some point like
0: that literally say, happened uh, in one of my classes i kid you not that was literally a question someone asked
1: they didn't use you you a Superman. Said, uh,
0: they didn't use a Superman reference, but
1: what happens? So Like, let's say, like two dads. Okay, there's it, it like a two dads and one mom. They go inside at the same time. At the same time, what happened? Oh my god! Like, did you like do like? Did you like? Did you like? Do like the babies inside fight for dominance? Is that what happens? <laughs> what if it's like what if it's four guys? Is it like Toxic Avenger four? Is that what happens? <laughs> you know that DVD A
0: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what comes out? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I hope DC uh, spoils us with some things that are not shown that trail. That's all I have to say. There, I just hope it's not a Batman v Superman where they just give away too much stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully that's the case. Hopefully that's the case. And maybe that's the post-credit scene. Just like Russell, we brought Russell Crow back for one scene. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what saying, saying, like, what?
0: They're, they're like, <laughs> gonna any... gonna blow up. we, we, we got to do something. We got to do something crazy. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, Crinnell, I, that I, 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 I thought
0: just having a kid, you know, like in the old school way was already crazy. Not crazy enough. We got to go at the same time together.
1: <laughs> you don't understand. You don't understand. Uh, what, what's what's? God, what's his name? Jor-El. You don't understand, Jor? It's the only way. That Michael Shannon, like, intenseness. I just like. <laughs> well, <not> <laughs> <all> <laughs> in school, <laughs> slapping against each other. <laughs> Like just like like Russell Crowe, like just Russell Crowe's giving an Oscar shit, and meanwhile, my best friend is just so serious, like eyes bulging wide, not blinking. The wife's just like, "Whatever, world's gonna end. Let's just let's just make this happen." (laughs) Give me
0: another mart. Give me another space martini.
1: Yeah, not supposed to drink when you're pregnant, but fuck it.
0: Fuck it. This mutant kid's gonna come out as a bartender.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um but yeah, back to Krypton and all that good stuff. Uh you get supergirl, <laughs> supergirl. And, uh, and and her sort of origin story to kinda catch people all up there and so on. She's got nothing weird going on that that's what you're expecting. It's just that movie starts off with her and her mom having a foot race. You know, because they're in a futuristic planet, so that, that, that's that's what you do.
1: So this is going to be me just reacting because I didn't get a chance to see this movie. Because first off, when you call it, if you want me to save save a little bit of cash right now because the move and everything, and I'm I plan on getting around to it, but unfortunately, it's just not available to rinse over here, not yet at least. So um, you, you, you can get Scott it. Mosier it. <laughs> I'm just going to Scott Mosier it, like, and that's a reference for like people who listen to smodcast back in like you know 2012 2013 you know
0: so very so so, so many times kevin smith would watch a movie and then scott mosher wouldn't
1: <laughs> and he would just kind of explode it along like, the way kevin smith's like and that's when batman <laughs> looks at heart looks at that's when batman goes and makes the sacrifice he does himself and scott's like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> doing that.
0: Well, I, I'm gonna tell you because you know Legion's one of those ones that I, I personally, I, Ryan probably hates Legion even more than I do. But I still have never really I got around Legion. To me, I've always saw them kind of being like lame third string X Men characters that that they were they were so goofy and dumb that they just sent them to the future so that we wouldn't have to normally see them. You know, and that's just kind of how it is, but I felt like, you know what, they're doing a DCU movie, you know, maybe they're just giving them a new chance and everything like that, they got sort of Supergirl to be like, you're like, uh, everybody knows Supergirl, you know, so at least that character can kind of keep you going, and um, we'll, we'll let you see where it goes, and I will say, I actually did quite enjoy this one you know, a bit. There, There is some dumb Legion characters, but at least they're not the main part. Really, the story focuses heavily on Supergirl and Brainiac 5, and Brainiac 5 is probably, like, the one Legion character that's like, oh, that guy actually is kind of cool. You could literally throw him in other stuff, and I feel like that would work.
1: Well, I always liked Brainiac 5 just because he is, like, oh, he's Brainiac, but he's good, and that's just kind of an interesting concept. And the thing about Legion is, like, Ryan fucking hates Legion. Like, I don't... Well... Well, you you told me this to me our whole lives. You're like,
0: fucking Legion. Shit, Legion. I can't believe Legion's in this story. God damn it. They put Legion in the Justice League thing. Like, I feel like there was a montage where I just cut to you just saying how many times you hated Legion. It would go on for like 15 takes. Be like, oh, yeah, I guess I do really hate Legion.
1: Maybe I do. I don't know. Here's the thing. I just don't like, I guess there's this period about like, it's like, okay, it takes place in the DC universe but it's so far in the future, it's not really that recognizable as the DC Universe unless Superboy is there or whatever. And if people like Legion, that's fine. But the thing is, Legion has to keep on coming back in time. Like, hey, guys, what's going on? Like, hi. Hi. Yeah. You know, And it's like, Brainiac 5's always been kind of cool. The majority of them are always just there. And they always kind of bring their own fucking shit with them, too. And I, mean, I don't really... I'd be lying if I said I knew a whole lot about Legion, but whenever they crowbar their way into, and I say it as if they have a choice, if it's just not the writer. But writers I like, like Jeff Johns or Grant Morrison, even writers I really like, like them, every time they decide to bring Legion in, and I, I read a lot of Superman, so they they like to see what Superman's up to, just like Superman can't just say, hey guys, shut the fuck up, there's the door, go, go back to your time vortex, I got I got to deal with Lux Luthor or Lobo or whatever. They just gotta, like, no, we gotta help you out. You don't understand Superman. Like, oh, fuck. All right. You know, so that's just, and it's, I don't know. I just, I just never gave <laughs> a shit for them. And they always, maybe I'm not reading the right book. And so when you say the next one's gonna be Legion of Superheroes, but it's gonna have Supergirl, like, okay, so there's one good thing, and maybe Brainiac Five will be cool in it. I don't fucking know. But then, like you know, I'm just uh, shit. I just don't fucking, I just don't give a shit. But at the same, and this is a, and this is one of those things. I would like, I'll, ch- I'll check this. If this thing was available for three bucks to rent, I would have rented it. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it wasn't, and I wasn't about to roll the dice. I wasn't about to roll twenty bucks or more on a Blu-ray. I really didn't want to buy. So yeah. here we are.
0: I literally have the whole collection, so I, because of having that, it's like it, it would feel wrong if I was missing one out of the DCU ones. Like I'm literally not missing a single... Actually, I take it back. I'm, there's one I'm missing. There's, there was that Constantine one that came out um, not too long ago, and I just I didn't buy it because it was 20 bucks for like a 5-minute or like a 10-minute short, and then they just included a bunch of the other shorts, which if you didn't own any of them, that's totally fine. That's a full movie in itself, but once you already had all the other shorts on the previous movies, it felt kind of like Oh, okay, well if that's five bucks I'll pick that up for the collection, but until then, you know.
1: That short sucks too.
0: Yeah, I watched it off HBO Max and I was like, oh well, I didn't feel like I was missing out much. I'm glad I'm glad it's been twenty bucks for like the you know twelve minute short or whatever the hell it was.
1: It doesn't even have a good ending. It's just like, oh yeah, you know, I mean I know it's constant, it's a little darker and down a little bit more darker and downer, but at the same time it's just like yeah, but, you know, he saved the world. He saved the universe. You don't think he should be punished for eternity for that. He has to get out of there somehow. No, nope, not nope. yet. All right, <laughs> yeah. well, well, that seemed fucking bullshit, but all right. Oh, God, oh, that, one, mention, that
0: other DCU uh, costume movie, that was, like, one of the best ones, I almost thought, too. I, I love The Living Daylights on that one. But, yeah, whatever, going back to Supergirl or whatever. Um, you know, it's a classic Supergirl. You know, she comes to Earth at a different time. Like, you know, somehow, some way, her, like, you know, space trip warp thing just gets her there. And, you know, even though she's technically older than Clark, by the time she gets there, you know, she's younger, all that classic stuff. And on Earth, it's like they, they give her this almost kind of like dumb jock kind of feel. Like she's just going around and like it starts off, she's like fighting Solomon Grundy like out there. And Solomon Grundy's just walking around with like, a, like a bazooka fucking laser shooting shit up, you know. But in the process, like Supergirl ends up just like destroying all this parts of the city, and even has a guy's like, "Dude, what the fuck, Supergirl? It's my fucking apartment complex. Oh, I got paid for all the goddamn fucking repairs." And Supergirl's like, "What? I fucking stop, Solomon Grundy? Fuck, man, like get off my case." And then Batman even just shows up and he's like, "Clark, you can't be having your fucking cousin running around like." Strong, she's giving a fucking bad name, and she's like, "I can fucking hear you, Bruce. Fuck off." You know, like shit. If you don't get rid of her, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fucking dump her somewhere. Like, I, don't, I don't give a fuck. You
1: know what I mean? And, you know, you, you, fuck, you, you figure this cool family issue out. I'm being cool with this. Like, look, look, I- I'm cool with you. The league's cool with you. Well, I'm Superman. You don't got a fucking choice to be cool. With me. Yeah, we know, we know. You, you, tell you this comes up every time things get testy in the, in the meeting room. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's every fucking time, but at the same time. You gotta do something about this bitch, dude. This fucking. Yeah. The yeah, fuck you're, off, your cousin's I mean, what...
0: out of control. Every time, every time. She can't just, like, take down the villain, you know, nicely. She's gotta destroy a building, gotta blow a boat up, gotta so somehow, some way. An airplane went down last time. I don't even know how it happened. It was a ground fight, but, you know, you know how she is and stuff. And so Superman's like, she well, you know. Flush what? the
1: toilet and the watchtower bathroom.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, she always pulls that stupid Krypton excuse that, like, hey, the computer didn't do it for me. <laughs> Yeah, That's the she's, thing. She's she's just she's not willing to do it by hand. You know what? We live in the twenty first century. Not everything's automated yet, you know. She got she got in my fucking Batmobile and told you know, tr- you know, try to tell a computer the destination. I mean I know how to do that, but nobody else does that. You gotta man you drive it, I gotta stick shifted in there and everything like that, you know? <laughs> 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 so superman's like well you know what carl yeah i know you don't fit in here you don't understand this they even fun. they even show her like trying to fit in and she's just got the most goofiest dress on like she's at the mall she's got like a sideways hat on like this is cool right it's like no no that that wasn't even cool in 1996 so uh and it's you know now 2023 so you're you're definitely off on your times here you know but uh, you know what i gotta do there is a place i can send you where you can look like any fool and you'll still be cool. And it's the 31st century <laughs> with the Everyone's Legion. Super and you know what? If you, there, feel like, dude, if you feel like destroying anything there, that's okay. Cause it's in the future and people don't care as much. So here Superman's like, here's my time warp thing. Just fucking throws this Pokeball out, and It like opens up this gate. He's like, come on, we're, we'll go there now. You know, I'm going to roll you into fucking Hogwarts of, you know, the Legion school up here and you can learn how to be a superhero <laughs> in the
1: they, sure. He just has like a time vortex thing. that don't go into the details.
0: Yeah, yeah. He literally does. He's just like he's like, yeah, you know, I go over there once in a while. I show up. I fucking, you know, they pay me like you know a million future bucks to like do like a space lecture or whatever. It's like it's not in space. Ah, I don't know what the fuck it is. Thirty first century and whatnot. It's kind of like crypto but you know, sort of different
1: shit. Since I'm from the past, they think I'm kind of problematic, but at the same time, they they they, they, they worship they me. Thought of that before. They should have thought of that before they gave me the time vortex thing. Like, hey, that statue of me still up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Clark. Yeah, yeah, it is. Good. It's going to fucking stay up, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Just making sure. Just making sure. It'd be a shame if it's a nice future you got here. It'd be a shame if someone fucked it up, you know?
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't want no fucking booster gold statue next time I come here. I see one of that again. Everybody's getting fucking super slapped.
1: Exactly. He just is like... <laughs> And if you don't, if if this thing is gone, next time I come here, I will make sure nobody fucking recycles. That's your (laughs) fucking problem.
0: Yeah, exactly. So she gets dropped off there. She's in fucking enrolled in the Legion Hogwarts school or whatever to learn the, the art of fucking superheroes. I think that's what also is the other lame thing about it. Like, I don't know what it is. I always think that that kind of Super like, school. I'm going to go to school to be a superhero. Just like that kind of stuff. I have, those storylines never work for me. I mean, like, I'm not saying that there's not something I mean, out there, but or whatever. Yeah, it's like that, or that's even like, uh, even Ruby's like that as well too, where it's like, the best way to sort of say it, it's that uh, the Harry Potter kind of style, like because even Harry Potter, I always felt like that makes fucking magic seem kinda of lame that you went to school to learn it. You didn't just like, you know, have some cool like fucking kung fu like training to learn this magic and so on. You had to go to like this dark temple on top of this like great mountain that only the few can hike up to. It's like, you no, know, your parents are fucking rich British people, and you know, Ron's our only relatable character because he's the only poor person that got allowed in there at one point when they had affirmative action for one lineage. year for like <laughs> they they let the Irish in once and so they said never again. <laughs> that's what i always feel i'm like ron's the only everybody else is just a rich prick and then even though i don't go wrong i like hermione and all that kind of stuff but let's be honest everybody there's like a rich family except for ron ron's just that one he's the outlier of fucking harry potter world because even harry let's be honest his parents are dead but he was like the fucking prime you know chancellor of like that school except for his parents died that's the only thing that and so they shipped him off to his shitty uncle's house
1: He just kind of walked in like, hey, what's up? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, oh, yeah, you know, my parents were like the fucking, like, you know, top tier, like, fucking champions here. You know, let let the true prince reign. Uh,
1: It's one of the later movies. We'll get back to just (laughs) uh, um, Legion in a second. But I know this doesn't happen in the movie, but for some reason, I, I want it to happen so badly. And I just, I always think, whenever I watch it, I think it's gonna happen for a second, but it doesn't. And then one of the last movies when they're on the run from um the um from the uh, uh wizard gestop- Gestapo or whatever. And they stop the train. There's one kid that gets up. But my father would hate about this. And I'm just going (laughs) to putting a kid in the background. I'm expecting just to punch that kid in the fucking face. I don't know why. I keep on thinking it's going to happen this time. Is it going to happen this time? No, it doesn't.
0: It's like that thing when you watch a movie so many times and you start envisioning the scene in your head. and And then, like, in your mind, it's so real by this point that you actually, in your edited version, it's there, but it's actually not you know what I mean?
1: Like one of those. I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> I can hear like the stock sound effect, but it just, it's never there, you know? No.
0: No. So, um, but yeah, Supergirl gets put in this school and in the process, she kind of, they do the thing where it's like Brainiac 5 just seems like this guy who's just like, you know, all, all his fucking family members were, you know, warmongers and, you know and slavers and rapists and all that kind of good stuff and now he's like the guys trying to be like yo I'm I'm like this 12th level intellectual person like I I, I know I'm trying to change it it's kind of like the 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 uh, the, the intelligent version of like coming from like a trailer trash family, but you know, I'm, you know, I'm getting out of it. I'm getting out of the trailer park. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna be a meth head. I'm not gonna be, you know, a criminal biker or something like that. I'm changing, but nobody believes him, of course. And so he just looks kind of like everybody's like, "I don't trust that, that brainiac 5. He says he's smart, and everybody else here, he's just walking around. At some point, he's gonna break into the weapons vault. He's gonna get a nuclear bomb, and that's gonna be fucking it. it, it that, he's going with the fucking Doctor Evil plot. I don't know, you know, you know how they are.
1: Just imagining like the giant like skull spaceship missing a missing a tire wheel for some reason like out in the field somewhere like Brainiac Four just sitting on a couch with a huge beard i going like you going to school? do got to tell you about school boy.
0: It's just he's just for some reason got these like fucking like flabby like tits just fucking hanging down just like he's flabby. just eating pitied... <laughs> Like, no shirt on, gut, (laughs) is fucking there, be like, just swigging a beer, be like, you know, when I used to fight Superman, I I know, Grandpa, you fucking do know, you better fucking know, boy. (laughs) 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 Superman is the reason why I fucking live in this trailer now, because (laughs) he he fucking shot a laser beam through my head, and after that, you know, this this is all I got. He (laughs) He sent me up here and, you know, Batman dropped off a case of beer and said, good fucking luck. Now I'm the smartest person in the world. <laughs> and, and then he left. And so I just had children ever since then. And we live in this trailer park in the 31st century. <laughs> Dad, I'm trying to change. You know, I'm, I'm at the academy. You know, I'm, I'm the smartest one there. Yeah, you keep on telling yourself that boy.
1: He's just <laughs> He's just sitting there watching reruns of VH V H one like reality shows, like, this is this is the Brett Michaels one. Uh, I like this one. This one's good. <laughs> Flavor
0: Flav one, and it, you know, I felt like they were trying there a bit.
1: Hit, hit and miss, it's hit and miss, you know.
0: <laughs> you Second season, I really, I really around. like Public Enemy, but I have all you know, Flavor Flav by himself, you know, it's he's missing Chuck D, it's just not the same. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, and then it's and then they got that I can't remember any of the character, Legion characters other than Brainiac Five's name, but there's like the guy who's like he wants Something to be Kryptonian. Blue. No, well, Bouncy Boy oh, is in it. He wants he is. B- yeah, yeah. He, but he's more like a, a minor character. But there's a guy who's like, he, want, he's like so obsessed with Krypton and everything. So he, like, he styles everything about it. He fucking changes his name to like Bob L or something like that. Uh, you know what I mean? One, one of those ones that fit in. And of course, he seems like the guy who's like, hey, Supergirl, what's going on? Like, I'll show you around campus. It's pretty cool. Like, you know, this is where we go back and, you know, drink a couple of beers before class. You know what I mean? And so on. And then he's come on the down. Hister. Yeah, he's almost that guy just showing around, like you know, you come over here and this, you know, we go see movies on the weekends and so on. It's, it's pretty cool. We got the drive-in and so on. Like, why does it seem like it's fucking 1950s here? Well, I, you, you know, we'd like to get, kind of keep it hip and old. You know, it's like so. Of course, you know that this guy's turning at some point. That, that's what I just felt I'm like. Okay, you can't trust that guy. When Brainiac Five so, looks uh, like the intellectual dick, and this guy just seems like he's like, hey man, what's up? What's up, babe? Yeah, pretty cool. Huh? Yeah, 21st century.
1: So this guy, he's the guy who's trying to like take her back and listen. Like he's trying to take her back and listen to like Kryptonian vinyl or whatever.
0: Yeah, pretty much. You know, just kind of show off there. And then of course, and then they got you know the, the multitude of just some other Ram characters. Like there's like the chick that looks like Archangel. There's um which that character is actually kind of interesting. There's of course bouncing boy and they, 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 they do the thing, which is kind of interesting. They, they kind of pick a lot of like the sort of lame legion characters and they make that kind of part of it. Be like, yeah, yeah, we all are kind of lame. And like, we don't think we're going to be able to get actually into like the legion team. Like, I don't even know why we're even like fucking in the running because we all have stupid powers and so on like that. And they kind of learn like, you know, as it goes on, they learn that their stupid powers come to a point where it does something good and they have purpose. And when Legion shows back up, they say, you know what? All you guys can join in the team because you saved the day and one of those kind of things. So you know, they do have one, though. They're not as bad as I'm kind of making it out.
1: It, it does get more voice
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like the Legion because motherfucking bouncing, fucking fucking But He's like, stop
1: it. I'm not a basketball. <laughs> Everyone can join except Bouncing Boy. (laughs) Bouncing
0: Boy. You know, maybe if I can make this three-pointer shot, then maybe you might have a chance. Oh, wait, you're too fat to fit through the hoop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a you problem.
0: Yeah, but um, but yeah. And then, you know, as the movie goes on, all hell kind of, you know, happens, and Brainiac comes back from the fucking dead, and says, like because the fucking bob l whatever the fuck that kid's name is you know he ends up resurrecting kind of brainiac and being his lackey but then brainiac of course is like no fucking way i'm taking over the earth in the 31st century no superman no problem and it's actually kind of cool because they do this thing i'm giving you kind of the spoilers here but like brainiac absorbs the previous brainiacs and becomes this like resident evil 2 looking fucking monster where there's like Heads of the other Brainiacs sticking out of him and everything, and he's walking in like the Frankenstein's monster and so on. And he's just like, Is it all metallic and whatnot, though? Yeah, because Superman or Batman or whatever shot Brainiac in the head, like, um, back in the day, and it like blew out his brain and everything like that. And so he had to absorb the other ones to, you know, bring his intelligence back up. So now he's like, you know, a 16th level intellect or whatever the hell they're using.
1: Because that was in, um, just Society, World War Two, because it opened in Metropolis. Oh, that's right. Flash was help. Yeah, that's,
0: I totally forgot about it. Well, because like, this one still is in that continuity of all those ones there, so that makes kind of more sense, because I I kind of forgot about that. Even though that movie was great, I felt like I only watched that one once. I don't think I ever got back around and watched it a second time, so it doesn't take long for me to start forgetting what the hell happened in them. But yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool there and everything like that, you know? And um, yeah, the whole time, it's like, it, it's actually... I say, you know, it's, it's got Legion, but it's still, it's still pretty decent.
1: Okay. I'm sure it'll be on HBO Max soon enough. It's yeah. It'll pop on there pretty quickly. And then also, I mean, if I, if I like it, I'll of course go out and buy it. Um, I do like Supergirl. So that sounds like a, a it's good they added her to it.
0: Um, yeah, they do a good job of Kara. Kara's done like extremely well, I feel, in this one. Like I like her. I like the whole version of Supergirl in it.
1: Yeah. So and this is also one of those things they're trying to, I think you kind of see the writing on the wall. Maybe they aren't playing something with Legion, but they're definitely playing some stuff with Supergirl with her being in, in, the new flash movie. And then are also getting her own movie down the line. Yeah. So it's all there, you know? Um, yeah. Often I, I, I wish I could have seen it. I know how I was talking shit on Legion, but I wish I would have, it was my ability to really see it, but you know, it's, um, i'll i'll get around to it you know it, it's kind of in all honesty what you described is kind of the movie i figured it was going to be because when i saw brainiac was in there i'm like and i saw i i also like youtube was recommending me just random clips and i saw brainiac was kind of being a dick and they didn't get along and i was like oh okay okay i see where this is going so i think they do they are in a relationship at some point in the comics i think or at least they were in Just the unlimited in the in the legion episode
0: yeah, and I, I literally think they have those episodes on the Blu-ray disc. The, 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 those exact that two-parter right there, and uh, they, they 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 become a couple in this one. So until, you know, it's of course and it's like that thing where it's almost like here's the intellectual man and the the almost like the hardcore like muscle-bound like female, you know, and but it makes for a fun kind of pairing and so on like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, that's cool. That's but, cool.
0: But yeah, but speaking of even other superhero stuff, when you thought that you know DC was just giving out all the ham, no wait, fucking Marvel comes out with Ant-Man three and the Wasp, whatever the heck it's called, in in the Ultimatum or the what the fuck the hell are they call it? Why am I drawing a blank on that? Whatever, Ant-Man three, yeah, Quantum. Yeah, because I remember it's kind of cool when they show the title, it's like, oh shit, it says Ant-Man in that. I didn't even think about that in Quantum. It has Ant-Man's in that if you take out the first couple letters.
1: I, I don't know why that sounds funny to I me. Mean, like if you thought DC was just giving the ones putting all the <laughs> ham, like, like like you know, just like they're just like out front, just like, ham hey, folks, ham, hey, all son, just like like Aquaman running, guys, running, guys, guys! we're not the only ones. What? <laughs> the street, he fucking opens like he opens buzz- up
0: like a Spider-Man book and there's just but there's just like a slice of ham in the center. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's a fucking sign down the road. They have like a Brazilian style rotisserie just sliding it off. Like, oh hey guys, hi.
0: They don't just have ham, they got Canadian bacon. Aquaman, oh, that's not, <laughs> not true. No way. You, you know Canadian bacon's technically a Hawaiian thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's in the name.
0: <laughs> you know. But um but uh yeah you got the ant-man 3 and this is one of those ones that i was i was looking so forward to with that trailer and so on like that but i was also afraid because ant-man 2 was almost one of the most like i was so amped and pumped for that movie and that was the one where i'm like dude ant-man 1 was super good ant-man 2 is gonna be fucking amazing it's got the wasp and i think that character's totally awesome and so on like that and i remember ant-man 2 came out and it was one of those movies by the time i was down there i was like gosh that probably was one of my least favorite of the marvel ones and i I don't know, maybe my my hopes were just jacked up for it and so on like that. And I just remember it just it just felt like it wasn't firing on the right cylinders and so on like that, you know.
1: Yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp is probably one of my least favorites. Um, It's probably one of my least favorite of the MCU movies. And it's not like in a bad MCU movie, is not, I mean, probably Eternals is probably my least favorite. At the time when I first saw yeah. Eternals, it wasn't, but then watching it again and thinking about it, like, yeah, yeah, I think Eternals might be the worst one. Because it, it, it sucks because it's probably one of the ballsiest ones, but it's also yeah. like, this one was slowest, most emotionless ones, you know? But, yeah, um,
0: there, there's like moments in Eternals, and that's about, that's about the only takeaway. A couple moments. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like Eternal, like there's three. Like, I, I appreciate that it was, try, it was not trying to be jokey. I was trying to be more serious than other aspects about it, but it was just too, like, self serious and not enough emotion or anything like that to it. But um, the thing about it was the thing about um, Ant Man the Wasp is it was just kind of like joke after joke after joke. I know there are those movies where Marvel will go through phases where they just pile in the jokes and they kind of lead off, and that kind of depends on the franchise. So going into this one, I was looking forward to it, but I was kind of going in fairly neutral. Like, I wasn't going in, like, expecting, you know, like, Black Panther 2 or a Spider-Man movie or, like, a Captain America movie. I just kind of went in, like, you know, I'm I'm sure it's going to be good, but I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be decent, if anything. And I think people are being a little hard on it, but at the exact same time, I get a lot of the criticism it's getting, but at the same time, my only big criticism is there's, like, a big, like, I, overall, I'll just say I'll say this: I liked it. I liked mm-hmm. it, and I wasn't really. I have no major complaints. I thought it was enjoyable. I just have one criticism, and that's one big criticism. And there's like a there's like a thirty minute period where there's like exposition dump after exposition dump after exposition dump. It's taken forever to get to the point.
0: Yeah, well, th- th- there is definitely that. But I will say the thing that I just liked about it, because I actually liked it quite a bit. Like I thought it was actually one of the better Marvel movies I've seen in a good while. And what I think I liked about it so much is that once that movie starts off, it's like there's like 10 minutes and then all of a sudden you're in the quantum realm and the movie stays in the quantum realm. It's not like, oh, we go to the quantum realm for like a moment and then we're back at, you know, fucking San Francisco hanging out. I was like, what well, can fucking see San Francisco in any other movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let, 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 let's be kind of more original. It's like, no, 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 they stay in that quantum realm. And when you're in the quantum realm, you're in this total alien world and everything like that. It's exactly what I always say a Green Lantern thing needs to be is that, like, you go off in the fucking space and you go somewhere that you you never would see. You know, it's not – you're not on the regular street or anything like that. You're somewhere completely bizarre, so you have no idea what's going to happen or what's going to happen next. And I think the part of having them in that quantum realm the whole time, they literally throw all the Ant-Man characters in there too. So you get, you know, old school Ant-Man with – um Oh, Michael Douglas you know you get you know old school wasp with Michelle Pfeiffer and you have all these characters in there and even like the little girl like she's grown up and now she's kind of in the character and she wasn't like annoying or anything like that because sometimes gotcha. that's always a scary thing when you when you get the, the the family thing sometimes that could be like thing like fuck you dad you weren't there for my birthday be like yeah I'm fucking saving the world and I was stuck in a different fucking you know you know dimension in a sense or you know I was shrank so small so fuck you you know like one of those ones I like how that's like no I understand I get it like and they're just going on and everything like that. And I just saw that because of just happening in that world and not trying to do it. And then the the comedy was toned down. The comedy was just right. Like, like there was the, you know, the jokes when there was, when there was jokes there, they were funny, but they never felt like they were so like wacky and slapsticky and so distracting from like the rest of the movie. Like, so like a Thor movie can be like the modern Thor ones, not the old Thor's, but, um,
1: yeah, I heard people complain about the comedy, and maybe there was like one or two like ill-timed jokes, but not nearly as bad as other movies. I thought the Oh yeah, was it, it was so much more,
0: more toned down than many of the other DC ones.
1: I mean, Modok was a joke, but at the exact same time, it was just like, I mean, I thought it was kind of. Because I'm pretty sure Yellowjacket and Modok are two separate characters, but they more. Or yeah, or less I thought so too for this. But you, it's it's whatever, you know, I mean, M.O.D.O.K. got a. I thought M.O.D.O.K. was one of those characters they were never going to throw in there for a minute. So I saw like someone like, look, there's a Pop Funko of M.O.D.O.K. So he's coming in the next movie. Like, Oh, great. Spoilers, I guess, you know, but apparently See, I, he's I was in the glad he's
0: I, I, I don't remember seeing that. So that was like a surprise when I was like, oh, shit, they're going to put M.O.D.O.K. in here. So I like that got me. I was like, that's awesome.
1: Mhm. Well, they apparently been trying to get Modok in an MCU movie since Captain America: Winter Soldier. Like that was the first movie they tried to get him in, but it just wasn't happening for whatever reason. So, um, yeah. but at the exact same time, like uh, this this movie, um, my big problem with it is so once they get to the realm, everything's crazy for a minute. Like, oh, okay, cool. We well, we're in this crazy new world, and then like you know they get separated, and we do the whole thing like oh, they get taken in by the natives and they got to have a whole minute, like, he killed our families and all this stuff. Like, oh, okay, exposition, whatever. And then yeah. we got to go, like, see, then they got to, you know, the other the other half has to go and bump into these scavengers. They have to get a ride. They got to go to the Star Wars spaceport. They got to stop at a bar. They stop at the bar. They have a conversation with Bill Murray, which is just very kind of a met scene, in all honesty. Well, yeah, very I thought Bill Murray was going to
0: come back, too. He never comes back in the movie
1: it's just a very quick fight, and then we get on to like okay, are you finally gonna tell us what why you're not telling us anything what what is it? fine I'll tell you here's another like five to seven minutes of backstory and so it's just kind of like like all this exposition shit it, it's literally like twenty or thirty minutes of of the movie and the whole visually it's all interesting and cool looking and once they go into kane's backstory, that's where I felt that picking up again and that was you know because when they first get there all this stuff's cool but at once by the time they get to the bar i'm like let's let's speed this shit up come on let's get let's get go let's get rolling again so um once they get to kane's backstory and i'll say if anything uh kane uh, because i never gave a shit for him in the comics and i'll be honest i don't know very much about him but at the exact same time um Jonathan Majors is a really good actor. He's he, I've seen him in that show, Lovecraft Country. And he was also in that Spike Lee movie, uh, the, the, the five bloods. And okay. um, so he he's really good in everything I see him in. So, and he's basically, this movie is setting him up. He is basically the Thanos of this uh, next phase.
0: Oh, is that because I kept thinking that they were leading towards Galactus it was like what i always keep thinking in this one, but because that's what it felt like with it eternals and all that stuff that it was like we're going to finally get to the f- like galactus somewhere along the line
1: it, you'd think but i guess they're going the, the kang and then cuz like near near the end of um Near the end of this phase, or whatever, they're apparently that's when the Fantastic Four are coming in near the end, not the very okay. end, but near the end. So well,
0: yeah, and you pretty much need the Fantastic Four to have Galactus, you know, to do it proper. But I guess maybe that's the mm-hmm. third version. I guess then would be Galactus because this is, I feel like this is supposed to be like it's almost supposed to be in a weird way like a lull period, and it's like intentional though. It's like because I think there's a lot there's a lot of people out there like they're like oh, I don't it. these movies. It's like you know like. They just haven't been the same. And like the last one, like, no, I think they're supposed to be kind of like on the light end. Like everything's not supposed to be so extreme because they want you to almost forget, like Freddy Cougar style. And then once you start ramping it back up again, it'll seem more magical. Because if you start ramping it up again, you know you're gonna sort of lose people that you know they'd be like okay well and I, I mean i know they've already sort of lost people because they're sort of like a, I feel like these movies is like you know there's certain people that will go see any marvel movie of course but i feel like the real like generic audience that was going to see the spectacle of being like you know there for the time i feel might have sort of petered off after you know uh avengers endgame sort of like okay that was like you know the star wars trilogy and now i'm sort of done with it you know
1: well, it's also, to be fair, end game, it's kind of hard to top end game. And the yeah. thing with this, what they're trying to do now, because this is officially phase five. Uh, phase four was, um, phase four was uh, apparently Black Widow up to Black Panther 2. And this one, from here on in, this is phase five. And phase four was meant to be the breathing period. They, that's what Phase Four was. Phase Five is meant to be the next saga. And previously, the other, the the Infinity Saga or whatever, was three phases. This one mm-hmm. is just going to be two phases, like two or one phase, really, because the last one was just kind of a breathing period. This is where we're getting shit back on track again with a big, with a big bad. So, um, you know, and they haven't even revealed what all the movies are going to be yet, but they're trying to basically get like a bunch of Marvel movies done in half the time they did before. Cause now they got it down, but they know you probably just can't span this out. So they even realize, Oh, every time we bring these actors back, they gotta, we gotta pay them more. So they're all exiting. They're all like, let's, let's get them done with their fucking contracts and get the new team in, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, I like, I, I get that. I know it's hard for some people to wrap their heads around, but like, it's like, that's, that's just business. You know what I mean? You can't hold yeah, on to yeah. actors forever and so on. But, um, but, yeah, just kind of going back into, like, Ant-Man 3 and the Wasp, like, you know, once you sort of get past that kind of that little bit of that lull and the sort of, like, somewhat midsection Act 2 area or whatnot, like, I do think that, like, the movie, though, it still just had a lot of cool stuff kind of going on, and it was still about the right length and what, it didn't run too long. You know, when action was in there, it was all pretty good. Um yeah, I thought everything about it. I mean, Kang's kind of an interesting character. I mean, it's one of those ones I only know of him and don't really know anything else beyond just, like, about that. So to see where that kind of leads, I think it'll be kind of interesting. Even though it's, like, one of those ones, like, you know, in the, you know, the ending credits, it's got, like, him and, like, all his, like, multiverse cells. It's, like, uh, Ant-Man just whooped that? Yeah, like, I don't know. It's, like, Ant-Man just kind of whooped this guy. So it's always that one where it's, like, it's weird to have, like, okay, one guy beats this guy, but then for some reason we're going to make him the big villain Later down the line, it's just like, and then they're going to need a team to what kick his ass even harder, you know?
1: Well, he's also he's not dead, but he got knocked away. I just think it's kind of like it really. I feel like it looked kind of undercutting because you saw all the other. Because I heard people say like from early screenings, saying, "Dude, the two post-credit scenes are badass." I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm thinking like, oh, is it going to be Doctor? Like, what if the what if what if the, the microverse is actually also? killed two birds with one stone the the negative zone you know yeah and like doctor doom or like another fantastic four villain or something is down there and um even though i know it's latveria but maybe he's down there for whatever reason i don't know but anyway i'm just like oh shit so I'll, i'm just thinking about like connections that i know ant-man has i know doctor doom is not really one of them but i'm just thinking connections of possible ways that could be there and then i'm just like see this and they just like you know, because Jonathan Majors did a very good, like, he, he's somebody he barely yells, he barely raises his voice. And there's been a part where he's, like, smacking Ant-Man around. He says, like, I've conquered worlds. Reduce them to dust. You talk to ants. You know, like, there's, like, one of the few moments where he, like, raises his voice. Most of the time, he's just very calm and collective. Like, I'll kill everyone in this room. I won't, I won't lose any sleep. Trust me, dude. And then you, then we see all the other ones like cosplaying, like oh, I'm Egyptian, I'm the Egyptian one. Well, I am the robot one, you know, like I got the robot vagina, you know, whatever. And then like, and then, you, and then you just cut to like, okay, well, everyone else is coming here, and they're, yeah. they're all like cheating. Like, what the fuck is going on, you know? Yeah, just like,
0: like, yeah, like, was there only like one smart one out of the entire group and all the rest of them were just a bunch of like, you know, they're just up there like a bunch of animals like cheering at like a soccer game, like what the hell is going on there?
1: It's like a bunch of soccer hooligans like, Whoa! Yeah, there's like, know, just,
0: everybody got fucking hammered.
1: <laughs> so, it's just like there's like a, I mean, maybe there's a scroll one in there or something, I was just looking like um, okay, I feel like that had to be a fun day in front of the green screen. I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's like, John, come in here. Here's a bunch of different fucking wardrobes for you to put on. Now do whatever the fuck you want. We're going to just splice that like 800 times all over here.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those ones where I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like it. just one of those ones like, Cool character, but it felt like that was like almost feels like, yeah, that almost feels like what. So now we have to go battle like eight million different versions of him now. Like, well,
1: there was a, a there was a version of him in um in um Loki where he got where he was first introduced actually, and he came in and the whole timeline thing they actually explained that in Loki, and he's all sitting there and he's basically just kind of very like, I'm not the one you got to worry about. Um, one of him the one you got to worry about he's out there and he's fucking nasty and uh you know he's kind of he seems kind of like a little like quirky and kind of off and like kind of you know he he kind of feels and senses things all at the same time like his other like i don't know there's this weird little like it takes long to explain but there's like um he he could feel when the the time thing just splits apart and goes different directions he can feel he says it just happened it just happened. And that links to something that happened in WandaVision. So.
0: Oh, okay. Well, because there, there's that, a, there's that other ending scene where, like, yeah, it's like Loki in like, the 1800s. And for some reason, fucking Owen Wilson's there. I was like, what is this? Like, if some like a Shanghai Noon fucking spinoff, like,
1: <laughs> no, 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 not, Owen, like... Wilson's, Owen Wilson's the agent that's bringing him, that's has him under watch in Loki.
0: Oh, okay, because I, cause I never saw Loki, so all I thought that was, like, it's 1800s and it's Owen Wilson, like, <laughs> like it, it's either Owen Wilson's character from Shanghai Noon or it's Owen Wilson's character from uh, Around the World in 80 Days, I'm not too sure. <laughs> I don't know Wilson what the tie-in is.
1: <laughs> Loki just took... Just took Jackie Chan's job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that that's, that's literally what I thought when I saw that because that's the only thing that's kind of weird is like, like I, I know that the, like that's what they want is they want to throw the, the, before they didn't want to combine the TV stuff exactly like it was combined but like it wasn't like you, you didn't need to see the TV stuff to know was going on but now it's getting to that point where like there's some of that stuff that's kind of confusing it was almost the same way of watching like uh, the Doctor Strange too and it's like and it's like if you didn't see the Wandavision you're like wait a second. Well, what happened to Wanda And the times and the times passed here. Like, oh yeah, you didn't know she's bad. Oh, okay, <laughs> sure. Well, well I'll, go, I'll go along with it.
1: <laughs> well, uh, Loki. Um, let's see here, I, I, I would be willing to bet money that that scene, like, oh whoa, what? I'm willing to. Um, I'd be willing to bet money that's actually a scene out of Loki season two. They're just going to reuse it at some point in Loki season two. Just expand on it. Yeah, that's because I did something like that with um Thor, with uh, with uh, Thor 3 and Doctor Strange. So I, I could see them do something kind of like that with that one. But at the same time, though, um, yeah, yeah, no, Owen Wilson's base. It's kind of like a good cop, bad cop, kind of like, oh, we were like, because Loki, it's, it, you know, you know the Loki that um, escaped in uh, Avengers Endgame? Uh-huh. That Loki gets captured by a, uh, by a, I forget what they're called, but basically by time cops, more or less. And they bring okay. him in, and then he's like, look, uh, there's another, there's someone going around doing shit. If we got another Loki going around starting shit, we have a Loki, if we, if we work with this Loki, we know how Lokis think. So they basically, he's forced to basically be a time cop, more or less.
0: Yeah. No, Jean Claude Van Damme though.
1: No, Jean Claude Van Damme, unfortunately, no, no. But yeah, you do have Owen Wilson. So,
0: yeah, you do have Owen Wilson though. As I said, that was one of those ones. But yeah, as I said, like some some of these ones, it's like it's like yeah, it's like that thing. It's like I guess if you didn't see it, like you feel like, huh, that's kind of weird. And you're trying to like piece it together, like like what all this means, you know? Um, we will say some of, like the last like kind of ending things in the Marvel ones, like. There hasn't been, like, that total, like, oh, my gosh, look at this kind of moment. Like, there used to be kind of in the original versions where, like, I felt like, I mean, granted, I know they were, like, you know, name dropping big characters, like, right at the beginning, just being, like, pumping you up for whatever's coming next. But, like, in these ones, they've all been kind of, like, those very, like, like they're, they're interesting, but they are kind of just, like, minor things. They're, 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 they haven't been, like, a, a giant one, you know what I mean, where it's just, like, I don't know, like, all of a sudden it's, like, oh, it's fucking Cyclops or something like
1: that. Going back to a – going back to like, oh, that's just a scene from a movie that's going to come out later. Um, what was it? It was it was um, the first Ant-Man actually where they just took a scene out of Captain Captain America and the Winter – oh, just Captain America Winter Soldier where Bucky's pinned down with his arm – oh, no, 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 Civil War. Civil War actually. Oh, yeah. Bucky's pinned down with his arm up and like – what would I do? Like I know a guy, like Ant Man will return. Like oh fuck, <sighs> you know. So <laughs> but that's just the scene they just took it out of another movie. Not not nothing like strictly just for that movie, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, um... but yeah, it'd be interesting to see kind of where this all goes and so on, like that. What this leads into, you know. Um, yeah, I just like how this one. You just got you got a lot of Ant Man between, you know, all four Ant Man and the Wasp characters and the daughter and all that stuff. It's like. I don't know. It was pretty cool. And just the fact to have literally like, you know, Hank Pym in the, in the story the whole time. And he's got like his hearing aid on to control the ants. And he's like, yeah, my ants are like this, you know, they started to evolve like in their, you know, their cage. And now they're building civilizations (laughs) and uh, they're, they're preparing to rule the world. If I die.
1: I like that line. He says like, there's a lot we could learn from these ants. I, I, I know socialism is a loaded word, but, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, you know, a hive mind mentality is, is my, that, that's what Hank's working on next. Everyone's going to believe like the Doug.
1: I, I really liked Michael Douglas in this movie. He was just kind of like, and like, there's even that there's like some of the smaller jokes he has. Like he's just like being like, I'm just, he's amazed. But I think like, holy shit, that guy looks like Broccoli.
0: <laughs> yeah, is that, well, it, it, I don't know why I still this picture it also like it's like Michael Douglas You gets thrown into the CG world all of a sudden and it's just like it's, his real reactions to what he's seeing <laughs>
1: like that's just that's the guy holding the, the, the boom like we'll, we'll use that we'll use that you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, Michael That that's the guy's real face <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's fucking ugly he's like 70 he doesn't give a shit <laughs>
0: yeah one of those things but um <clears throat>
1: but yeah I say this he and michelle pfeiffer aged very fucking gracefully
0: i know that's definitely kind of true there it's like one of those ones like yeah well michael Douglas like douglas he kind of still just looks like michael douglas just like white hair and, and that's kind of it even like michelle pfeiffer she's almost kind of like that too you know l- l- maybe a little bit more wrinkles and so on but just the hair just got even more like platinum blonde and that's it
1: mm-hmm yeah no um I like this one. It's not one of my favorites, but I liked it. I have no, other than that lull, I have no major complaints. I even thought, like, I was kind of chuckling at some of the Modoc stuff, even, too. Some of the bits. I know people were complaining they made his face look too blown up and too much of a joke, but I still thought it was just kind of funny, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I was just happy to have Modoc, so I, I I I felt like that one, it probably was always going to look kind of a little bit weird, no matter what, you know? And... But at the same time, like, yeah, it's like, cool, Modok's in there, even if he has kind of a goofy character. I feel like that, that is kind of a – it's such a hard character to sell to the regular audience, you know what I mean? Because you know that most people watch, they're like, what the fuck is that? Like, because they just don't know. Because Modok's one of those ones that, like, you really only know him if you've ever been, like, at least somewhat deeper into Marvel Comics.
1: Well, I know that they, may, they treat him seriously in the Avengers game and they make him all, like, serious and stern and threatening and all that. But I think that's also, to be fair, that's all, like, still CG. I think that's an easier ask, you know? So it's kind of one of those things, I guess, it's kind of like, we'll just lean into the goofiness, and it's Ant-Man, so it's a franchise where people expect more comedy.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, as I said, the comedy was so well-balanced in this one. Like, it was not overloaded with comedy. When there was jokes, they, they felt generally right. They didn't feel, like, really out of place or anything like that. Um, that's what I almost kind of gave it for. It's like somebody actually wrote the script nicely. It wasn't. It wasn't a Thor movie. You know what I mean? I mean Thor, Thor is kind of like the the one that just kind of goes off the rails in like three and four. But you know, this one I thought was they they definitely had a nice comeback, especially since Ant Man two. Like for sure. Like I, I felt like this one was one of those ones. I'm like, this was pretty solid.
1: I like this one. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was good. I uh, I think people are being a little. I don't know why people are... I think people have really high expectations after Endgame and people are like, all right, where's the real shit? What's what's, what's the next big step? Because I've been seeing people really just beating this one up. This is like one of the other few Marvel movies to get like a lower score compared to the rest of them. Like this one, this is the only one, Like like it's not as low as Eternals, but it's like the second lowest Marvel movie. Like guys, come on, this wasn't... This wasn't worse than, like, this This wasn't worse than the second Ant-Man. This wasn't worse than, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's so, so many.
0: I, I hate to say it. Like, I I probably liked this one, like, if, since about Black Widow or whatever, this has probably been my favorite one out of the ones in the last couple of years. I, I probably liked it that much.
1: I probably liked, uh, uh, as far as Phase 4 goes, probably, for me, Spider-Man No Way Home.
0: Oh, yeah, oh, no, yeah. I take that back. Well, that's the one I always... Feel like. That the, For some reason, Spider-Man always feels like it, it fits in a different kind of, like, frame as everything else. But, uh, yeah, no, definitely. No, that one's definitely kind of is, but, like... Um, this one I thought was really solid. I, I feel like the, also, too, there's just, like... Let's be honest. There's just always, like, the little bitches out there that th- it doesn't matter what they threw out there. They're just going to hate anyways. I, I feel like they'll just never be satisfied, and they just like to yell at movies. You know what I mean? And I feel like... It's almost to that point where those kind of people, it's just like, you know what, just take the fucking projector away from them. Like, if, they, if they're not going to like it, they don't deserve it. You know what I mean? Like, just, just just let them go do their thing.
1: Well, it's one of those things, like, I, I'm not going to lie. There, are, there Some of the criti- criticisms I heard, I'm like, I I, I kind of get it, but at the same time, it just didn't bother me. You know what I mean? There's I mean, Some people, it bother, you know, I guess it's one of those because I, I feel like it's not the best Marvel movie, but I do think it's a fun Marvel movie. And I all I'm really asking for a Marvel movie mm-hmm. at the end of day. It. it's just for it to be fun and be well-paced, and it was mostly well-paced aside from that one particular lull. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, you know, I like this one. I mean, as far as, like, more recent films, probably from, like, you know, um, Phase 4 up to this point, probably, like, Spider-Man No Way Home, Black Panther 2, then probably this one, then Shang-Chi, and the rest I, I have to really think about for a minute, but, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I did, like, Black Widow. That was the one I, that I ironically liked more than I would have ever thought I would have. <laughs> but, but, yeah, but it, just, but it what, but it's, kind of, it's kind of meant to me. Uh, maybe because I, I – probably just because I like the Russianness of it. Like, I'm, I'm always going to be sold more if there's, like, Russian stuff in it.
1: Anything that makes you feel like you're playing, like, um uh, Red, Red Alert. Uh, Red Alert, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's one of those ones, like, it, it's that thing that, like – it, it, it's one of those weird ones. You, you put a, you literally put like a Soviet sign on like the movie cover or a story cover or something like that. I'm already interested. I'm like, this is going to have, this can be interesting. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm like one well, of those people there. It's like, you know, the same way that some people, like when they see like world war two stuff, they're like, I don't care what the story is. I'm a hundred percent in, like, I feel like if I see anything that has that kind of cold war vibe to it, even if it's in the modern times, I'm like, I'm there. <laughs> like, uh, I want to see how this goes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, well. Apparently a bunch of those characters from that one are going to be in the Thunderbolts from Black Widow. Uh, oh, Russian cool. Captain America.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as I said, I, I like that one. I like those characters in there and so on like that. And for uh, the fact that I was never the biggest Scarlett Johansson fan, I felt like, I felt like that's where that movie kind of was like, wow, like, like I actually liked this one quite a bit. And that's like my, that was my least favorite Avengers character, not Black Widow herself, but just Scarlett Johansson. And uh, she, as I said, she got, better, she, she got better as those movies went on. <laughs>
1: least favorite avenger scarlett johansson uh, black <laughs> widow no scarlett johansson
0: no 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 no, 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 no black widow <laughs> i actually like black widow quite a bit but, Scar- <laughs> Scar- <Johansson. laughs> but uh but yeah so as i said good stuff coming forward from both marvel dc and all the other people out there and someone like that we got fun year of movies uh-huh. and so on but um yeah all that other good stuff i guess we could kind of wrap it up here you know, you go check out Pizza Boys. There's uh, issue 13, the newest one. That's up there. Go to oldmanoways.com to find the links. It's on Global Comics, Amazon, Kindle, slash comicsology, um, and all that other fun stuff. Coming to Empty Planet and Prince at some point. But go to oldmanoways.com. Check out that. Check out the old podcasts, old animations, all that fun stuff. Till then,
1: I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. And I'm Ryan Gunnigan.
0: And we'll see you some other time.
1: Later, folks.